They don't know, they don't know. Uh -huh. I can tell them, I can tell them what to go, what to go. Uh -huh. I can even, even tell them what I know, what I know. Uh -huh. I can tell them I done did this stuff before. Woo! I can tell them. Yo, 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 what is going on, y'all? You are rocking with the No Compromise Crew. I am Dave Corley, a.k.a. G1, a.k.a. Graf, a.k.a. Dafiti, all of the names above. Call me whatever you want. And today we got a dope, dope show, another banger. You know, we have some real special people coming in to give you some real dope knowledge and some great input on Black-owned businesses. We have, and it, it, this is especially dear to my heart because these are these are family members that I have. Like these are these are really dope people. Y'all gonna hear from them in a minute. Really dope people. We have first my nephew, my boy Joey. Yo, Joe, introduce yourself, my man. What's up, y'all? Um, Joey, you know, um, just hanging in there right now. You know, trying to keep my head above water. No, how's everybody else doing? Yes, 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 yes. And next up, we have my little baby sister. I bet most of y'all didn't even know I was I was not the youngest. I am not the youngest. I have a baby sister, and she looks just like me. I'm just, she's just better looking than me. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? But we have the queen. Queen Brenda, introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. Brenda Corley of Bees, Cakes, and Chocolate-Covered Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, indeed. So, so Brenda, let me... What exactly do you do with your business? What is your business? Um, So, it started off as just a cheesecake business um, and chocolate-covered fruits. I wanted to do what edible arrangement does, um, but cutting out the middleman. Eventually, people come up to you with other things that they want. Um, so, you know, I tried a couple things, got used to making cakes, then comes cookies and pies, and it just kept going and going. Um, so eventually, I just told myself, you know, don't, don't cap it, you know, see how far you can go, see how far you can take it. And I still, I still do that. So, you know, it's, it's no limit to it. Cheesecakes are still the, the specialty, but you know, it's, it's grown and it's just turning into whatever comes at this point. There's, there's no gap. So it's bees cakes and chocolate covered everything, chocolate covered fruits, um, cake pops, cookies, apple pie cookies, um, there's danishes. We're going to be coming out with um, Cinnabon soon. Donuts, everything, everything. Yes, yes, indeed. And, and, and just just in, just entering the room, we have hey. another we have another queen here that I grew up with ever since we was like, I think like seven years old or something like that. <laughs> we have just just to just to just to, to introduce to y'all my homegirl Rhoda. Rhoda, introduce yourself, Queen. Hey, I'm Rhoda, owner of Rather Customs, of a small business. How are y'all? Good, yeah. how are you? Cooling, cooling, cooling. So, so, so yeah, Rhoda, we were just we were just talking about 
our, you know, just your businesses, what exactly it is that you actually do. So, Jovan, I'll go to you. I'll go to you second. Yo, Joe. So, what what is your business? What's the name of it? What do you actually do? Right, um, my business name is Rather Customs. I customize what um wine glasses for like bridal showers, wedding. I make handmade candles, soy candles. Um, what else? I personalize um baby sippy cups and um water bottles, various things. <laughs> um. I'm just a little bit everywhere right now. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Joe? What is it? What, what, what's the name of your business? What exactly do you do, bro? Right now, um, my business is called See No Vision. Uh, I do freelance videography and photography. I do everything from uh, weddings, music videos, commercials, um, even real estates. Um, closings and photography and stuff of that nature i'm not as creative as everybody else in here but yeah yes you are uh, yes you thing. are like <laughs> you're doing good <laughs> i'm trying i'm it's trying so i appreciate it don't sell yourself short <laughs> yes 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 let me let me ask you this and i mean you guys can jump in you can pick up wherever you want what made you decide to create your own business. Okay. All right. Well, I started off as like really a hobby. Actually, I wanted to start doing something different than what everybody else is doing. I'm still wanting to do it, so I don't really want to touch bases on it. Right. But just to get my feet wet, I just started, I just got something smaller, a smaller machine, and it just really started taking off. Actually, I didn't really think it was going to take off like it did. So then everybody was like, you know what, Rhoda, you need to, you know, get your LLC. I'm like, you know what? And I didn't really know how creative I really was. But, you know, it's really when they say you can do anything you put your mind to, yeah. you can do it. You can definitely do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I creative I was until I started, you know, getting in action. But it just really happened overnight, believe it or not. So yeah, here I am today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember you posted something about that too. You was like something about you was gonna get. You said something like that. You had posted mm -hmm. something. About it. Uh, right. um, that was that was that was a little bit before you actually got it. Then when you right. got it, I was like, oh, okay, she wasn't playing. Right. And so I, I still got some stuff in works. I mean, this is a work in progress. Yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah. a work in progress. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, anybody else? What 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 made you want to decide to create your own business? Um I would participate in um like little things here and there, always the one to to bring dessert to whatever function we were attending. And eventually, I mean it did start off as a hobby, how Rotas did, but then eventually it's just like, you know, when you have people who keep telling you, Oh, you should sell this, but right. it should be stores or this right. is good. This this tastes better than Intamins and things like that. So it's like, okay, maybe I could. And then you get your first sale, and like you almost to tears. It's just like, is right. this really about to happen? And then you just keep on. But starting the business, what made me want to start the business is just pretty much to see what else I could do. Now that it is where it is, I just want to go further. 
you know, something, hopefully, you know, one of the kids will pick it up, keep it in the family, possibly something that they can, can have and, you know, prop, profit off of that started with mom, you know, so. Right, right, that's right. That's why I started. It sounds dope. What about you, Joe? Uh, for me, I started off as a screenwriter. I, I like to, um, actually it all came from The Walking Dead. My mom was <laughs> really into The Walking Dead. And I was like, I feel like I could, I could come up with something like this. So I really found myself enjoying to write. Uh, my teachers always told me that I would be a writer but I never really believed them because I didn't really like writing essays and stuff of that nature. But once I started getting into freelance writing, um, well, creative writing, I was, uh, I fell in love with it. And I realized that it's really not that it's, it's kind of hard to make it in the business. You have to know people and stuff. So I just decided I, I want to learn how to, you work the camera and, you know, kind of forced my way into it. And I started liking to direct and do cinematography and a little bit of photography. So I realized when I was good at it that I should, you know, start offering my services to people because they also liked it. That's nice. Do y'all, do y'all, do y'all, do y'all find it to be, um, a hard balance in between your business, running your business, but still working like a, a, a normal job. If you do, definitely. And then the other job, the biggest job of all, home to your family. That's mm -hmm. the biggest mm -hmm. job of all. Yeah. So, you know, that takes the cake for me. <laughs> 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 and I'm still learning how to balance that. <laughs> that you know yeah. i don't want it. <laughs> right yeah so that, yeah yeah you know it's hard but as long as you can kind of maintain it and you got people on your team and you know you go you could maintain both you it'll be all right i think you'll be able to process yeah i find it to where like i'm at my day job and i'm like I gotta go. I gotta order this stuff off of Amazon. I gotta get this packaging. I need to go to, to this store and get my supplies. Where is five o'clock? I've got time to be here. Mind you, this is like, this is what's like, you know, funding some of the other things that I need. And I'm just like, right. I gotta get out of here. I gotta go. I got things to do. I gotta start this order tonight. Because, you know, when you're, when it's your thing, when it's just you, sometimes you are up at like three in the morning still finishing or packaging or making sure that everything is you know last finishing touches and you know you get like you know two three hours you know it's you don't always get proper rest you mm -hmm. don't you know meet every single deadline you don't have that cushion room to you know not feel well not feel like driving or dropping the order off or you know playing face and smiling when they come to the door you know you don't have that room it's just you you're you're your brain you're your representation so for me the the hardest is working a nine to five yeah when I go as soon as i get off i gotta pick this one up pick that one up get home feed them bathe them and then start mm -hmm. whenever it stops it stops <laughs> 
And it's, and then you start tomorrow and do you do it all over again. All over again. All over again. <laughs> all over again. Yeah. yeah, I like I had I had noticed like for me <laughs> I'll go I'll go to work and I'm like I got so much more potential than this. Right. And then after a while, you that- know, with me doing like I, I I I do basketball training and basketball camps. So I'm like, yo, I can run my own thing. And then I also look at who's in charge and it ain't one of us. And after a while, I'm like, listen, I don't hate these folks. I don't want to work for white people. Man. I don't work for myself. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> like, have, have that ever crossed your mind? Like you just want to mm-hmm. just like. I want to work for myself. And that's all I was, I always say that. I'm tired of working for other people, making other people rich. I'm tired of renting my house making other people rich, making my landlord rich, because they getting rich off of me. Yeah. I want to own my own house. I'm tired of, you know, that's how you yeah. feel. I feel you. <laughs> I definitely feel you. Yes. What about mm-hmm. you, Joe? You ever felt like that? Um, I used to feel like that a long time ago, but uh, fortunately, I don't have any, you know, kids right now, so... <laughs> It was kind of easy for me to just be like, eh, I don't feel like doing this. Because I used to wake up every day and have the same mindset. Like like you just said, like, I have so much potential. I don't really have to, I don't need to be here. And, you know, nobody's going to really believe in your vision like you. But the initial getting the supplies and things that you need, like the initial investment into yourself was kind of hard. And it was kind of tedious because you do have to lay that foundation and work for somebody else in order for you to fund your business. It was kind of hard mentally, but after a while I was like, and I don't, I don't really, I, I had that mindset, like I don't want to work for anybody. And that's exactly what I did. I quit my job and I started working for myself. Exactly. Wow. Joe wow. quit out of here. Don't okay. quit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't win, Ollie. Did you give you two weeks or you was just out? Oh, no. I was just, I, I asked for a raise, actually. And because I, I was working at the place for like five years and I wasn't getting, I got one raise since I got there and I was like, eh, no, nah, this is, this is not it. There's people there. And I always told myself when I first got in there, I was like, I don't want to be the, the guy who's been working here for five, six, seven, eight, nine years and don't really have anything to show for it. And there's a lot of people in the job like that. So I was like, you know, I have to get up out of here before I'm trapped. It was a leap of faith, but, um, you know, me and Dave live in the same neighborhood, and you know, I'm been in I've been in that neighborhood for a little minute on my own, so I think it's working out pretty well. So, how has how has the support? Okay, so first I'll start out from outside races, right? From anybody other than black. How has the support been for you guys? Um, well, like support from like family, friends, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so. 
what I'm basically asking is, how has the support for your business been since you actually had to jump off? And that could be, yes, family, friends, you know, other races, your own race. Like, how has that been? Okay. Well, shall I say, family, just because, you know, of course, family, some some gonna support you and some just ain't gonna support you. And sometimes you get more friends that support you more than family, you know? Um... I have a little bit of different... I don't have a lot of friends out of my race. <laughs> <laughs> so the ones yeah. that do have, they have supported, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, I mean, hey, you know, and then you got people that just won't support you because it's just a lot of hatred, you know? Or what do you, what just, you mean? What you mean by that? What you mean by that? Like hatred. I just, I feel like sometimes people see you progressing and they don't want to help you support. They don't want to, they don't want you to be any higher than them. Mm. If they feel like you are seated any higher than them, they don't want to support you. If they see you getting too much of more than them, I'm not supporting her. Why? Because then she's going to be above me, you know? Uh. And you know, it'd be people that be in your circle that be like that. But that's how I be. But that's how it goes. So that's how I feel on support right now. You know, people is like, you know, such and such support you. But then you ain't supporting me neither. Mm-hmm. Have you? Then when I think about it, you ain't buying nothing from me neither. But that ain't here or there. You right, know what I mean? right, right. But that's how it would be. I think it's a lot of competition. A lot of competition. So I think you got to go extra hard. You know, on especially small black businesses, everybody and everything, everybody's doing the same thing you're doing sometimes. So now you got to work extra hard. You know what I'm saying? I got to do 10 times harder than the next man, you know, and you got to keep it going because everybody's there. They're supporting them and they're supporting, you know, it's all about who, you know, like he said. Who's going to support you? You can know a lot of people. That don't mean all the people are going to support you. Right, you know right, right. Every few that may support you. So that's how I feel about it. Mm. Yeah, I feel like um, as far as support, like I get, I get a lot of support from my friends and my family. Like, um, you know, just um you know uh moral support and stuff like that but as far as business wise i feel like a lot of the time since people know you and they're close to you they be wanting handouts that part. And sometimes you gotta let them know like you know i still have a business to run and you know a lot of this stuff costs money like it's not it's not like we're not like somebody has to pay for it at the end of the day so everything is nothing in this world is free so it's it's kind of hard for people to get that concept especially when you know you grow up together and things like that they kind of feel like they should just be getting freebies or whatever so i i feel like i struggle with that a little bit but not really because um as far as the like clients I feel like a lot of the people that I come across, it's 
it, it it's for business. So it's not like, you know, oh yeah, we're friends. We've known each other for a long time. It's like, no, I offer a service. You can pay for the service. I feel like um, when it comes to, like for me personally, friends and family supported me a lot as long as I was, you know, doing samples. Um, how does this taste? Which one tastes better? And even if to do a quick example, when I first started out, my cookies were like $12 a dozen. That's a dollar a cookie. Clearly that makes no sense once you total in flour and sugar. So once I perfected what I do, it went up. So you have the black community that's like, oh, whoa, wait, you used to do. And then you have other people that were like, that's it? For homemade cookies? Right. You know, right. so it comes to a point where you have some that are just going to pay your price no matter what. They're not going to ask no questions. And then you have, you know, the other color that's just like, oh, this is what you charge. Okay, no problem. It's fine. I got it. No <laughs> that's problem. right. And it's like, exactly. okay, cool. Yeah, you with it? I'm with it too. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, one thing that's I will right. say, you know, from what Rhoda mentioned about the lanes, um, for me personally, and they, that's that's my fave right there. You know, that's my brother. But it's like in our family, there's two bakers, my me and my sister. I won't say that there's competition because my lane is my lane, her lane is her lane. That's just if me and Rhoda sell jewelry. I'm selling jewelry, she's selling jewelry. Jewelry is jewelry. Food is food. People are going to eat. People are going to buy. So I feel like when it comes to lanes, there's room for everybody. I feel like presentation, representation, always customer service. I feel mm -hmm. like those are things that play key factor. Um, so when it comes to lanes, when it comes to support, I feel like... Um, as long as you take the opportunities that are given. So for our companies, you know, pop-up shops, expos, things like that is what's going to get us out of there. We do have to get out of our communities. We can't always sell to neighbors, family members, friends. We got to be our own representation and go out there and make those avenues available. So if you stay to your apartment complex, your neighborhood, the what you need, you'll never get because you're staying just where you are. You're staying a small fish. You gotta keep going, you know? So support, get out of your space for support because they're only gonna support you for that long. But there's other people out there who are not gonna ask questions. You just go with it. That's just how take, I feel. just take just take their money. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> how much does the how much how much of an impact has the internet had on your business? A lot. A lot. A lot. Especially when you don't have time to, you know, get out there and do footwork. You know, you post a couple pictures, make a couple captions, people eat with their eyes, you know, and even with, you know, you guys' 
things also. Um, you know, presentation is everything. So if you don't have the time to constantly do your footwork, you know, snap it, post it, talk about it, conversation starter, and you go from there. For me. What about you, Rhoda? How, how, how has on the internet impacted your business? It did good. I'm not even gonna lie. The internet was good, especially around COVID. Definitely a good way of getting it out. So that is did good. Yeah. That's what's up. Yo, yo, Joe, have you ever had that happen? Um, like Brenda and Rhoda talked about people wanting handouts. When you do your videos, and that I don't know if they got to pay you at the end or the beginning. Have they ever been like, oh, I need you know, yo, brother, brother, you know, come on, you know, I run off deposits. You know what I'm saying? Like certain family members, I'm not even going to say that one, but yeah. um, mm -hmm. I run off deposits. And um, yeah, that works perfectly fine. And as far as the internet, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the internet. I grew up with the internet, so I've always had, you know, some friends on there and people that I connect with. And, you know, when IG started, that was when I really felt like, oh yeah, I could really do what I want to do. Like sky's the limit. You could reach out to people in a whole nother country, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And offer your services to around the world. So as long as you know how to market yourself, like she said, presentation is everything. If you know how to market yourself and brand yourself, then you'll be fine. So how how can how can um because everybody here is young, nobody here is like 60 or 70 years old, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's kind of like y'all got it already, you know, like. You know, it's, it was a point in time where black people were, they had mixed emotions about starting their own businesses. It was fear, embarrassment, lack of knowledge. But now it's like, it, it's beginning to be a trend for black people to just go out and get your own business. It seems like everybody's just tired of working for the man, I, I guess you want to say. How can young people go out and get their businesses? How can they get it? What advice would you give to them if they struggle in between the lines of the job, business, what should I do? If they had the same mindset that you guys had. If you're internet savvy nowadays, anybody around our age, like we we all grew up with the internet. You know what I mean? So you have you know how to use social media and stuff of that nature. So if you're already on there you already have a head start. You can start a business whenever you want to. And all you have to do is just be social. You know what I mean? And engage in other people's content, support other people's businesses. Now, you don't have to always buy from everybody or anything like that. Just a simple repost. Would, you know, most people would be honored for you to do that because you really don't have to. And, you know, they'll probably return the favor. And that way you can reach out to more people who's looking for something that you offer. And I feel like right now, it's a big trend for everybody to start their businesses because why not? Everybody has 
friends on Facebook, Instagram, you know. So it, it's kind of easy to do it right now. That's why I really encourage everybody to do whatever they love because, you know, if you if you do something that you love, most likely eventually you're going to perfect your craft. Mm-hmm. And once you perfect your craft, then you can charge for what you do and also be happy because at the same time, a lot of people, a lot of older people, they do stuff that they don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the times there's a lot of older people that can't even afford to retire. And that's because they're stuck in the old way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And right now we're in a whole new age where we could all become entrepreneurs and we could all get rich or, or be comfortable at least. And you know, work on our own schedules and leverage our own prices and stuff of that nature. So honestly, I feel like everybody should do whatever they're whatever they're passionate about. What about you ladies? I agree. I agree. He said I like whatever you're good at, I think you should work at it. Start putting it on social media, networking, and, and get your stuff out there. And um, like you said, get paid for what you're good at, basically. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, if you don't start it, who will? You know. So, like she said, if you're good at it, if you like to do it. You know, like a lot of times what we end up doing sometimes that started off as a simple hobby, you know, something that we just like to do in our free time and it ends up, you know, working for us. And even if it if it doesn't, you know, you try. So to try is better than to just kept sitting around wishing that you would have. Mm-hmm. Um, the Internet is is helpful. That's our our best bet right about now, you know. So, and it, you know, it's given us time to get better at what it is that we're doing. Um, but you know, fear, it never, it never helped anybody. So, you know, to just, just, just try it, just jump, just try it. And I like what, what Joe said, you know, he works off deposits, work off right. deposits. If there's no deposit, it's all hypothetical. And that is not your problem. That is not your problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so with the with the last couple of minutes that we have, y'all, just let Joe. You can start first, Joe. Just let let everyone know whoever's listening, um, where they can find you at your website. Just give them your information. Really, um, I'm on Facebook right now. I'm in the middle of rebranding, uh, so like. A lot of my, I'm, I'm making the website right now and a lot of my social media, I'm making new ones. So that way I could have, you know, some better, some better ways to get out there because mixing personal and business is, I realize it, it's, a, it's a lot, it's too much going on. But right now you could find me on Facebook, um, Joey Felder, or you could, find me on ig john cena and 
yeah, soon I'll probably have the link for my new um my new social media in my bio. Cool, cool, cool. Rhoda, where, where can they find you at, Rhoda? All right, y'all can find me on Facebook at Rather Customs. Um, yeah, Facebook slash Rather Customs and on Instagram, Rather Customs. And I have an Etsy shop. It's called Rather Customs LLC. Gotcha, gotcha. Where can they find you at? Where can they find you at, little sis? I am on Instagram. It's cakes by underscore brain. C-A-K-E-S-B-Y underscore B-R-E-N. Yes, yes. So y'all heard it. Y'all heard it from the best, man. These are, like I said, hopefully this this would, you know, this would reach someone and touch someone. This is, these three are a perfect example of what Booker T. Washington was trying to um, really get a point across, which was self-reliance relying on yourself a lot of black people thought that booker t washington was selling black folks out he wasn't you know saying he was basically just trying to enforce self-reliance we got to rely on ourselves. of course we know we got to go through the government to purchase some land things like that but not to rely on them for everything and um and you know these three right here my like i said they are family i love them to death and i'm telling you their products is dope Rhoda got some, she, she, when you check out her page, when you check out her website, everything, she's got cups, all of that. I mean, anything you want to put on anything, she can put it on there. And then my little sis, name a, name, name a, just, just name a flavor and she'll, she'll make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, she, she creates new flavors. It's cool to go out to Kroger and all these other places and, you know, Walmart and all of that, but we don't get home cooked, home baked cake anymore. Like we just don't get that anymore. You know what I'm saying? And she is bringing that and she's bringing it to your home. Live and direct to your home, like the taste. Go on IG and you're going to see what I'm talking about. There are my, my nephew, Joe. I'm telling you, I've seen his videos. He's got definitely got a vision. And if anybody is watching that is definitely um, interested in hiring or even talking with someone who do writing and everything, he's definitely the man to get in touch with. Rhoda, Joe, Brenda, I love y'all to death. Thank you so much for being on our show. Love you guys to death. Love you, David. Thank you for having me here. Nah, thanks for being on. (laughs) Thanks for being on. That was the No Compromise Show, y'all. Peace. Peace.